Um, I was advised to get Metamucil, actually, after my colonoscopy. <laughs> Are you going to talk about that today? Um, yeah, as long as it's not recorded. Oh, this is already recording. Yeah, we're, we're already rolling. So we're talking about your <laughs> colonoscopy. That's a horrible thing to be talking about. Well, Who it's knows an what time of day. It's an important thing to talk about. Yeah, but is there any a better time of day to talk about it? We don't know what time of day somebody's listening. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, do you want to kick off your morning in the car, driving and listening to this guy talk about a colonoscopy? Yeah, but what if you're driving to a colonoscopy? It might right. be a little bit of encouragement. Right. Or it might, yeah. Maybe that would make you or feel Or what if a you're not better. driving to one and you think, you know what? The doctor's <laughs> been telling me to get one. Here's a question for you. You ready? First question of what? the day. How many people in uh, your audience are on their way to a colonoscopy right now? Well, you know, it's funny. Podcasts, uh, I, I've done a lot of research. They, they break down the demographics, and we do very well in the colonoscopy category. So, And, and that's, a, that's an important uh, demographic for advertisers. And so, by the way, uh, who are you? Uh, you know, I, I, John this, Records Landecker. <laughs> yeah, um, well, people would have no idea what's going on right now. Right. This is never, this, you know, the problem is we don't know how to end these. Now it's turning out that we don't know how to start them either. And, you, the, and the other problem is we're not real good in the middle. So I, <laughs> I just don't know what to do. Um, I have to find the uh, thing I read here. Uh, here, I've got now. it. I've got it. i got notes all over the place. Podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications. Back to you is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. This week on the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, in studio with Jim Peterick. Listen to that guitar. Is that Rick or Jim Peterick? <laughs> <laughs> That's next time on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I'm Mark Vernon from the Car Guys Reports Informed Automotive. Join me on the Island of Radio Misfits holiday special coming this holiday season to opishows.com. Uh, are you ready? Oh, yeah, we've been ready we've for been a while. We've been ready. We're, yeah. Half the show's over. Um, let's do this from memory. You ready? Here's the beginning of the show, Steve. Go to it. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. How was that? You scared me. Because I because I went from like real, and then I jumped out of my shoes. What what did you go from? Real what? Mumbly. Yeah, because I couldn't think I of what. I thought you were I drunk. Think I didn't what know what happened. <laughs> well, I am a little. Came buzzed. in here with too much eggnog. I'm, See how I'm throwing in little words and phrases that are related to what time of year it is. Eggnog. Yeah. Colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> Although know, I was told that this is a busy time of year because people want to get things uh, for colonoscopies because people want to get that done before the new year. For their insurance yes, purposes? In, yes, yes, indeed. And health purposes, yes. too. It's important to get one done. Yes. Uh, we're talking about it because um, you had that experience. I think the experience would be better if they gave you uh, eggnog to drink the night before 
when they're preparing you. Yeah, I give you a nice mucousy uh, drink like that that could clog and fill and, and stick to things. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. The night before a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you have to drink. And why are we doing this? I said you to said you yesterday didn't I didn't talk want to about talk it. about it. There were two things. That's why I brought it up. It's unbelievable. I think it's a very important <laughs> public service announcement. See, I've never had one, and I'm 14 years overdue. I'm going to have one mm. in February. Yeah. My doctor has been uh, has been on me when I come in, and he examines me, and and you know he says, you know, your blood work looks good, everything's good. Did you get your colonoscopy? Uh, no. You just keep putting it off. Yes. And and why is it? I'm scared. All right. I'm what, scared. what is it that you're afraid? of? I'm scared he's going to find something bad because well, that's the why they go in. Yeah, the, the object is to look for something. Yes. It, it always yes. makes you uncomfortable. That's why you don't like going to the doctor, right? In general, I don't. But let me start right now okay. by saying as a public service, yes. you mentioned public service. Yes. It is a good idea to get the colonoscopy done when you're scheduled to do it. And don't wait because, um, you know, it's it's something that doesn't give you symptoms. I mean, what whatever yeah. you're afraid of, I would uh, – the procedure's very – Quick and painless, the prep is what bothers you the most. Uh, well, you're yeah, because you're asleep. So I mean, you don't. It's it's over and done about with before you minutes. know it. Yeah, but it's getting ready for the thing the day before. Well, you're just just drinking and excuse me, I'll be right back. <laughs> drinking, excuse me, I'll be right back. Drinking, excuse me, I'll be right back. It's like this show. <laughs> That's right. You can't That's get, the only way you can listen to this show. You can't get through doses. this show. Excuse me. I'll be right back. And then the doctor walks in, and he's got on one of those coal miner hats with, <laughs> with the big light. And a pole vaulter stick. <laughs> and he goes, stick. And crisis. you think I volunteered for this. People recommend this. Uh, you notice how Sam has stopped laughing at this because no, he's... I, I just did a little cackle. Well, I didn't know what that was. That's the same sound <laughs> I made in the middle of the of Well, the he thinks we've gone way, way, way too far. See, Sam is so young that he's so far away from having to get one done. Well, I just want... Which makes this even more important. By the time you have to get it done, Sam, nothing to worry about, no sweat. It's staying on top of uh, of your health and... and Making sure that you uh, continue to feel good. Yeah, I, I look to it almost as like a rite of passage to get, to get my butt inspected. <laughs> yes. That's an interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting yeah. thing. And passage is a, is a yeah. good word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we move on to uh, prostate exams <laughs> while, we're, while we're on it? Uh, oh, I don't think gosh. that's holiday themed. No, it's no, it's not. But uh, uh, go back to eggnog. So. Uh, I love eggnog. It's really, really. I mean, everything you eat this time of the year will no, swell not. you up. But I, huh? I thought you said. I thought you were going to say everything you eat this time of year is good. But um, it's not. I'm not a fan of eggnog. Really, I really love and it. And I'm not a fan of fruitcake. Well, there. Are, I mean, fruitcake is 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 that controversial. still happening? People still get fruitcake. Sure, yeah. they do. Oh, yeah. and, really? You know, I I don't think they're horrible or anything. I never have. I haven't had one yet that I've liked. I like looking at them. Uh, yeah, you, you do. Look, yeah, they're nice and decorative. so you just look at them and then you don't eat them, though, Sam. Uh, no, because uh, you know once you get it, it's kind of dry and it's just 
fruit. Eh, I'm not gonna eat it's fruit, just fruit with cake. Yeah. And, yeah. It clog- and it clogs you up. See, he's thinking yeah. years ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm planning myself <laughs> for when I need to be flushed out. I don't want fruit that's cake stuck right. in there. Yeah, that's what's gonna it's happen. It's good to start 10, 15 years ahead. Yeah. On that. So yeah. when the doctor is is finished with Sam's exam and he comes into the uh, recovery room, he's going to say, uh, "You're good. Everything looks good. You can come back and see us in five years. You've had a lot of but fruit cake off, <laughs> off the in fruit your cake. life. Yes, yeah. you have." Um, I was looking at uh, Twitter last night, um, and uh, Krista, that we used to work with at CBS Two, she was the uh, sports producer, and I lost it here already. Yeah, um, it's in my. Anyway, she tweeted, um, these refs are something else. So I responded, you are something else, just to be a smart aleck. And she said, and you are Baskerville sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and she's then, always truthful. And then I get a like. Yeah. Uh, that line, Baskerville <laughs> sidekick, gets a like from Alyssa Ali, yeah, who yeah. used to be on Back to you. That's and then right. what happened to her? We used to be her sidekick. We used to be her sidekick. She was yeah. very, very good. But um, anyway, do you think that that upset me? No. No. It no, didn't, didn't bother me no. a bit. Do you look I, at me as your sidekick? Sidekick. Well, um, yeah, sidekick is not anything derogatory. I don't it's think. a partner. Yeah, partner. It's a partner in crime. It's not like your back kick. <laughs> no such thing, is there? Uh, you, look, I, as we're talking about the Christmas season, uh, uh, the holiday season, I, I love to play these little games with you where I think I know you pretty well. Yes. And I think I know the answer before you give the answer. Okay. Can I just give you a couple things that cross my mind because mm. they're on my mind? Holiday related because when folks are listening to this uh, broadcast. Podcast. Podcast. I, it's, to this yes. show. Yeah. When they listen to this, it'll be I don't Christmas know about Eve. show. I'd stick with podcast. Uh, it'll yeah. be it, it'll <laughs> Christmas Day or somewhere near there. I don't um, want to play this. No, no, look. No, go ahead. And now, aside from uh, very simple things, like aside yeah. from the gift for your wife. Yes. For any other gift that has to be given for a family member. Yeah. Uh, whoever that person may be. I'm going to say the answer is yes to this question. You have nothing to do with it. You let your wife pick and buy the gift, and you go along with it as if you purchased it. Yes. yes. You're exactly right. <laughs> you I do not participate in it. I never have. First of all, I'm a horrible gift buyer. I, I don't know what to buy people. You know, there's some people that have a knack for they, they know what people's interests are, and they and they... You know, they're aware and they notice and, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and you would think because you listen and talk to people all year long, you'd think you'd have an idea of what they need or what they want or what would make them happy. And you get to Christmas time and you can't make that choice. Right. No, I no. She takes care of it. What about me? What do you think happens in, in my household? I think that uh, you get a list uh, from your family members and then you go out and you make the purchase. Yes. I will make, not all the purchases, but... If, We're pretty like, good at this. Yeah. I will do it. I, I get involved in it and will make the choices. I will sweat and strain over it, uh-huh. but I will make... 
But if there's a list, and I do ask for a list. Do you ask for a list? No, and then you no. choose maybe something off no. the list? No, because that makes like, it much easier. my wife, first of all, my wife is, is pretty easy to buy for because she's not into jewelry or anything like that. And, you know, God forbid that I ever pick out any kind of clothing for her because yeah. I would have no idea what she, you know, what she wants to wear. But she's probably and, tired of you getting her a fruitcake every year. <laughs> uh, no, she knows the drill after all these years. So she's, she's fine with it. And she buys, you know, she buys for the kids and for our granddaughter and all that. Now, so now she, you, she takes care of it. Have you ever been uh, a part of a secret Santa at any job you've ever had? Yeah, I have. Uh, years ago. I don't remember where or what the result was. <laughs> Did you remember? Oh, so you don't remember any of that? No. But did it, I don't remember a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sam, you've never been a part of a Secret Santa, or have you? Uh, I used to be part of Hanukkah Harry during Hanukkah, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Now, Hanukkah Harry. Now, did you... That's neat. D- yeah. Did you... Be, did it give you a lot of anxiety because you didn't know what to choose for the person, or did you think, ah, oh, this is fun? I Usually, I just winged it. I got someone a pan once that I got at a resale store. <laughs> uh, no, what can you mean a cooking pan? Yeah, it was like a little frying pan. And it still had egg on the side of it. Yeah. Scrambled egg in it. Did yeah. they uh, like to cook? Well, you did I I didn't know what to get Tough them. If they didn't. You yeah. didn't know what to If you don't know what to get them, I guess a pan is a good Now, do you remember what you got? Um, I think I got something really nice like records. Something really? that I would have actually wanted. Now, did you feel bad and guilty? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> Gee, Sam, think of what I've always wanted was a used pan. Yeah. Thanks. How did you know? Now, when you get a gift and you don't like it, you don't you want to take it back or anything, do you fake it like you really yes. like, wow, this yeah. is, wow. Yes. How'd you, this is great. I'll fake it. I'll fake it good. Yeah. And it goes sometimes, there's something to wear, like something like an awful sweater. Uh-huh. I will actually go as far as to wear the sweater if the person's going to be over the house or I'm going to be uh, in that their company. You know, I will, too, I will too. And I will not get rid of the thing because I don't want to disrespect because I really do think about, you know, that person thought enough of me to go out and get this. And they, they liked it, and I I, I just don't want to disrespect them. Now, see, if I had if you for a secret, if you were the person I had to get the gift for, the secret Santa, I know what I would get you. And it would be no sweat just from conversation within the last month. Okay. I know I know exactly what I'd get you. Okay. And you know what it would, do you have any idea what you would get me? If you if my name popped up, you got to get Steve a secret Santa gift. Big screen TV. <laughs> we'll go scale it down a little bit. I think so. Um, no, I don't really know what I. I think maybe I would give you a uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts gift certificate, a gift card, because that's what you're drinking now. That's lame, isn't it? That's is it? Lame. Is that bad? No, no, it's not bad. That's. Do you ever listen to things we say? I mean, does uh, that I ever listen, happen? I mean, even I, I'm going to tell you. You know I, what I would know what I would get you? I listen. I'd get you one of those untuck it shirts. <laughs> you ever heard of those untuck yeah, it shirts? Yeah, sure I have. They're kind of made a little, you... <laughs> a little short. Because remember the day we had a conversation about do you tuck your shirt right. in? Right. And Sam said that he always tucks his shirt in. And I said I, I tuck my shirt. No, in. young people. 
Yeah. That's comfortable. You've never seen me with a shirt. Well, with a dress shirt and a suit, I have it tucked in. But you would have thought the untucked shirt was a great gift, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, are you saying that because... Um, you, Here it is uh, now. Merry Christmas. No. What? Uh, because, because I'm girthy? Is that why? Yeah, because they're, they're cut real wide, and you don't have to worry about. <laughs> why I um, here? I've got a little note here. Uh, boy, the suspense! Oh, I love it when he gets a little I note. Like this, Steve gave his wife a TV, which was really for himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you remember some... you remember this story I told here. Yeah, Tony listens. See, Tony. Steve also gave his wife, uh, gave a filing cabinet to his wife as a gift. You know, that was me. I, I, it's unbelievable. So I thought it was kind of cool because she talked about how, you know, I had things in disarray, like with yeah. bills and stuff yeah. like that. So I thought... She would think it was cool, so she sees this big box, and you got your, you you know, your anticipation yeah. all built up, and yeah. it's a filing cabinet. It's the worst <laughs> gift in history. Well, I stopped doing that. She I, got getting visibly those, mad. Yeah, my <laughs> my wife doesn't fall for those for household gifts. You know, this is for us gifts. You're right. Look, yeah, we could all use this sixty-five uh, inch TV, but it's for you, really, honey. Let me have right. a remote for a minute, please. Right. Uh, you know, I bought something. Uh, so I, I told my wife I didn't really want anything for Christmas or anything at all. Or next birthday, next few birthdays, because I made an investment in getting photos done for my uh, acting career. Yeah. And my um, because I was inspired, as I've said, by our guest, uh, John Records Landecker, who I listened to as a child, that he started acting. And I think he's about 70, and, and he got into it late. But he said, you know, it's never too late. And he said, there are a lot of roles. So he talked about how, you know, I've I've gone out on auditions. I went out in this one, and I got it. And I went out in the next one, and I got it. And I got it. So anyway, I had comp sheets done. And, you know, the photography, you've got to make a little investment. So yeah. my agent is very good. I've gone out on a lot of auditions, and I have not gotten one callback. No. Wait a minute. How, what do you call a lot of auditions? Six, seven. She does a really good job. But I would, think, I would think that in the world of auditioning, you know, you're, just, you're going out a lot. And you can't judge not getting one of those yet. But I do, because I'm hard on myself. Because I, see, I build it up, I expect it. See, as you know, I'm delusional. <laughs> so, you know, I thought, I'm going to get into this thing. You know, Landecker, he went out. He's a talented guy. I mean, I know well, he you is. Are going, but, I, but here's the problem. You've got to stop going out. Uh, you know, when you get the call, and the call is for uh, an 18-year-old uh, high school teenager uh, in chemistry class, that's not right for you. Well, see, my, our, my, my I, I say our, because I think you're going to get into this. And then when you start going out and getting callbacks and getting roles, I am really going to be pissed. <laughs> hey, welcome to Back to You with Steve and Sam. <laughs> Hello. That's, that's the way it's going to go. And our, and our uh, sidekick, Howard. So you, <laughs> so I guess I, I guess I, I guess so I you're going to jump in, right? And go for it. I, I wouldn't say jump in. I've thought about it. I'll Will put it you that go way. in? Well, I mean, how serious are you about it? 
I'm sort of serious. When you, I don't sort know. Serious. When I, I, when I, when I hear it. you talk, talk about all your auditions and and the attitude you get about it, then I, you know, I go. I, what's going to happen is when you come in here and you say I'm in the new Scorsese film, boom, I'm out there. I'm gone. I'm, I'm, you won't even see me for a good month because I'll have headshots and uh, all it'll sorts be, and of It'll be uh, a Scorsese film where they've um, de-aged me to like 30. <laughs> that, that's, that's cool. If you haven't seen The Irishman, man, I'm, that's something. I oh, haven't yeah. yet. Uh, I think I, I've told the story. The only thing that I've seen is the 23-minute uh, interview with uh, Scorsese yes. and the three actors, and uh, that's really interesting to watch. But Sam's seen it, right? Oh yeah, I saw yeah. it. I loved it. That was unbelievable. That was cool yeah. to hear those three guys. And Al Pacino, um, he looked in this interview better than I've seen him look for a long time. He's got a beard. He's got longer hair, because you know, not to knock him or anything, but uh, I don't think that the plastic surgery thing was going that well. Would you uh -huh. agree? No, uh, he, he just kept but, getting it, but he looked he looked really good. I was and, on the street. I was on the street on the east side of New York one day in the eighties eighties. So uh, Pacino probably had done uh, some good stuff by then, like his uh, uh, and uh, and Justice for All and and the movie about the bank uh, robbery. I can't oh, remember the Dog name. Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, Dog Day yeah, Afternoon. Right. So he was a right. star. Uh -huh. So I'm across the street, and I look across, I look, and there's Al Pacino walking, <laughs> and he had a, like a trench coat on, and he was doing an Al Pacino walk, sort of head down and looking, you know, disheveled sort uh -huh. of. Yeah. And I freaked out. <laughs> and I yelled, Al Pacino! <laughs> and I pointed, and I pointed. You, you always do that. And I pointed. Oh. And like pigeons, people <laughs> came and surrounded him. <laughs> so there's another person that probably hates me. Yes. I'm the guy that yelled out Al Pacino, and people flocked all around yes. him. Yes. And along with Chris Rock, who you accosted on the street. And I didn't say, I wouldn't say accosted. Well, you know, you, he probably feels that way. You engaged yes, in in extended yeah. conversation. Overexcited. That's he, the problem. He'd, he'd have been okay. Went fanboy on him, yeah. uh, and he, and he'd have been okay for a, like a short stop and chat, as uh, Larry David says on Curb the Your most, Enthusiasm, which is coming back very soon. Yes. Yeah. Now there's if a, not the best show ever on television. I love it. It's I can't in the wait. top five did you ever see a movie in called house opinion? of cards yeah sure. house of cards the, uh, you okay. mean the tv show the TV yeah show. no Netflix. Well, a movie house of cards oh. it had um uh joe montagna in it uh it was about a con game oh really uh house of games maybe that's house, house of cards it's game house of, of cards, thrones right? it's house of cards so, oh huh. it might not be house of cards i think it was house of cards it was yeah. House of Cards. Here yeah. we go. Confirmation. And, uh, but anyway, one of the guys, there was an older gentleman there who was part of the con. It's a movie about a con. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm walking across Michigan Avenue, oh, about to cross the street, and standing beside me is that actor. What? Really? And I, yeah. And he didn't have a major role in the film, 
But I, I got, but see, I freak out when I see people like that. One day you're going to audition and get a role, and I'll see you on the street, and I'll freak out. <laughs> and I know you, but I'll freak out anyway. And I'll you go, will. I can't believe I'm standing beside you. Uh, we'll be on and, Michigan Avenue at the night. I'll be trying to shop, and, and you'll walk yes. up to me and say, hey, remember me? We used to do a podcast together, and I won't remember. <laughs> it, right. I, I won't acknowledge you. And I'll nag you. you and walk beside you for two yes. blocks. We're in the same business. Yeah. Well, I'll oh. say, no, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Uh, uh, what business are you in? Uh, then I'll get pissed off and say, yeah, I'm an actor, too. I'm acting like I like you. <laughs> oh, you like that? Like, like that. No, but anyway, that actor from that House of Cards, yeah. I said, oh, man, I can't believe it. I, how are you? And he was very happy that I had approached him, remembered him, and we talked as we both crossed the street. Maybe because he wasn't at that level of stardom. Uh, he liked being uh, recognized for it. Well, there are a, ver a variety of reasons why people get into um, into acting. Uh, some of them, I mean, I think most of them really like the ability to to act and tell stories and be part of a, a group and make something special. Yeah. And then there's a, a smaller group that just want to be famous. Now, do and, you like it when I bring up these encounters that I have with these? People? Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it because you made it's me remember because another one. It's it's un, it's it's kind of unlike you, but you can't help <laughs> I get yourself. Excited. You want to hear another one? Yeah, I do. I, I was in. A, this was more of a, where you'd expect to see somebody uh, who's famous, but in a green room. And I'm standing beside John Lithgow. Oh, and it very was, good. And I'll tell you how long ago this was. It was right after he was in Twilight Zone. Remember that? Uh. Movie, they made a movie oh, out of the Twilight movie. Zone. Yeah. Yes. And I told him I really enjoyed him in that. And he acted like he was so pleased that I said that. Like, like it was affirming how good he, uh, he was. And I'm thinking... You're John Lithgow. You're fantastic. And he came across as very humble about uh, it. And I'll uh, never forget that. How long did you go on with that? Not very long. Yeah. Because well, I was pulled fine, away then. by the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> and he was allowed to go where he had needed to go. Can I get back to, why do you do this too all the time? 20 minutes ago, Drift. I said I was going to ask you some questions. We've gone from colonoscopy to John Lithgow. Do you, here's something Lithgow. else I bet uh -huh. you don't do. I okay. bet you don't. I'm going to say the answer is shower. The answer is no to this, no. Do you take part in personally, physically, in any tree decorating? No. <laughs> I will carry it up from the basement because we don't get a real one anymore. We've got a, we've got a fake one. But you won't string the tree? Uh, or do, will you sit back and say a little to the left or put another bulb over no. here? No. I'll come home one day and my wife, I'll bring it up and it will be up and decorated. Huh. So, oh, okay. So you take no part in that. No, and she doesn't care. Right. She doesn't want me taking part. I take very part little in part in that. I mean, yeah, I can't we have see little you. scrapes about that. Janice is saying, well, "Can't you? Don't just can't sit you there do anything? and tell me what what goes where." Oh, you Get play director. Help. Yes. Oh, I say a little farther to the that's left. That's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> that's worse right. than not helping. <laughs> When you become the, when you're the, when you're yeah. the foreman. Yeah, I love that role. You know what? It looks great. Yeah, it'd look better if that ornament was yes. up a little higher. Somebody's got to do that, and I like mm. taking that. Role. I could hear her. I, I could just hear her. <laughs> you know what well. else? I think you won't. You don't ever. I've never done. Have never done. I can't imagine it. Have you ever walked around with a Santa Claus hat on? 
No. Uh, no, I've had one on before, but I don't know that we could have walked, walked around <laughs> Not gone anywhere. to work with a Santa Claus yeah, hat No, on. I don't no. think that's no. happened. You've never gone to the mall with a, like an elf hat on or anything like uh, that? No, I did. We had a holiday party the other day, uh, and I did where somebody put uh, like the string of lights, you know, like... Uh, it goes across the top of your head. Yeah. Put that on me, and I wore that for a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. Yeah. But you didn't take it home. and No. I, <laughs> well, how about you? Uh, Do you walk around no, in but Santa Claus hats come, and go but to... something has come up this Christmas, everybody, that I, I'm um, not looking forward to that my wife is gung-ho about and, and tells me others who are asked to be a part of this, are gung-ho about it and want to do it. We are spending uh, Christmas at my son's, okay? Yeah. My son, uh, my daughter-in-law, and my two grandsons there. My wife has gone and purchased matching pajamas. (laughs) Christmas pajamas for everybody. Wow. Now, what do do you think I'll have them on? Yeah, well, sure. You do. I don't think you have a I'm choice. I'm fighting that hard. Knowing your wife. I'm fighting that real hard. <laughs> Are you? you know what her answer was to this, Sam? Why? You're lucky I didn't get onesies. Oh. <laughs> 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 do they make them that size? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got adult onesies. They they? Got, yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. They've got the... You know what? If you're with your family... Around at Christmas, uh, I wouldn't have any problem. Yeah, but doing I, you know that. the thing that scares me? My family is a Facebook posting, yes, picture taking yes. bunch, yes, tweeting and Instagramming, <laughs> and uh, they are. Yeah, I'm a little surprised my son has fallen for it. I really? had to hear him personally say that he'll you know, say yes to this. You were so shocked at your daughter's wedding, which uh, I've I've described. On this podcast is a is an unbelievable event. I've never seen a wedding like it. But you were talking about. Do you know how much stuff is floating through the air right now with pictures and Instagram and Snapchat and well, and whole, I mean, it was posted by yeah. the second. Uh, yeah, everything gets posted like that. Everything. It does. You and I, and uh, how come you won't jump into that world? I don't. You know, know. that would promote this I, podcast. If you had, I'm going to, first of all, uh, I'm going to create a back to you Instagram account. Yes, that would be Tony, a good idea. Tony, would that be okay? Yes. Yeah. And the only photos that will go on there will be our guests and you and me and Sam and Tony. No, it won't. No, it won't. I know who you are. Well, that what else? That sounds good. But there'll be other, I'll look around and it'll be me in Christmas pajamas there. Yeah. Well, that's a picture of you. Be... Yeah, for well, sure. That, <laughs> the, that, the only that picture. Further the only picture, the right, Sam. Or the the people's favorite videos that I do is when I, when I dog you through the parking garage. <laughs> and you say, um, I don't know why you think anybody thinks this is interesting. I, I don't know why. It's curious about, I think that's one of my uh, resolutions for the new year is to be uh, active on Facebook and other platforms. Yeah. Why but not? you break resolutions, like, right away. <laughs> well, sure you do. Well, usually if it, it has to do with a diet. No, I will. But, but I, I, will. I don't think you will. You'll I look at I it will, like work. And I don't know why I'm... Uh, Just watch Twitter. Twitter can get 
kind of funky. Really? You got oh, yeah. to be ready. You got to really? be yeah. You got to be ready to take the gloves off and come right back at them. That's what I do. Or ignore them. Smarter people ignore them. Do you oh, think yeah. Twitter does, is Twitter dying a, a, a little bit? Uh, I don't no? think it's growing. Um, is Instagram sort of uh, is big yeah. on the on yes. the move while Twitter yes. is sort of some, yes some putting a sour taste? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Twitter is um, I like think Sam. You like tw- you like uh, Instagram. I like Instagram more than I like Twitter. I, in fact, I don't have a Twitter account really. Uh, Instagram is. Uh, is is happier i mean yes. and, you know i like photos i like videos so it's it's and so fun. instagram is moving video too not just pictures oh yes. yeah sure so if you were sure. to all right for instance how long like if you were to turn your phone and take a photo or a video of me right now for yeah. instagram right how long will it last isn't it temporary no oh it's it there. doesn't it doesn't unless you put it on your story yeah there are instagram stories and those last 24 hours but uh, as far as putting it on your timeline, posting it, yeah, it's there. And, you know, it's really a good thing to, as far as I'm concerned, you know, there's a timeline, so it tells you where you were at a certain point in time and when it was taken. And it's kind of a timeline of your life if, you, if you're on vacation. So I think it's kind of cool to... To it chronicles, you know, your trips and your experiences and your... Uh, matching pajamas. But chronicles it for whom? For the world? For yourself. Well, yeah, it's out I there mean, in I the world. Need, but the why world. would I need to po- to chronicle that on Instagram? Uh, to promote this podcast. No, I'm talking about my vacation and all these things you described. Um, that's a, that's actually a good question. Uh, why? Why do we? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It is. It's fun so, to put up. It's fun to put up a picture or a video that somebody might uh, get a kick out of, and you get a reaction out of that you didn't expect. Your friends might like it, and your friends, yeah. Wow! I just saw a picture. Wow! Look at that. <laughs> was now was that Instagrammed, Tony? That's a nice shot of of you and me and Landecker and Tony. Yeah. And that's a great shot. Now, is that up there forever? I hope so, because look at Howard's face. (laughs) Everybody else looks great. Look at Howard's face. Now, if anybody listening right now, I hope this uh, really spurs you on to go to Instagram and look for this. Let me see it. What am I doing? Because you've got to see Howard's face. Let me see that phone. You'll be, as soon as you see it, you'll go, isn't this a beautiful picture? But look at his face. It's de-aged. <laughs> Let me see. No, it. I don't oh, know no. how to describe that. Is this, is this bad? No, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's captured you uh, in the essence of you. That's a great shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's different. It's you, different. You've got to do something a little different. Yeah. I made a face. I didn't just uh, do your. Uh, like a TV grin, like you do. <laughs> you want to see a TV something? Grin. You want to see something? You know what I carry this a bag? Do you grin. carry a bag in here for the show? I had a little uh, little case for an iPad. Do you I know had. what I've got in here? I on my list, by the way, I put backpack. I've got. All I wonder my... if anybody will get me a backpack in my family. I put backpack down. Now uh, that brings up a question. We've asked these questions. <laughs> what, before. what color backpack? What? No. Oh. At what age do you look silly wearing a backpack? I asked about that. I asked about that. Yes. And my daughter said definitely, quickly, 
Um, no, you're, you'd be fine with a backpack. What's that? Ramen. Oh. I've got oh. some ramen in my, um, in my bag. How many times do you think I've had ramen? Uh, I would hope a lot. Three times. I you know, three ramen is, three is high. Hey, oh. ramen, <laughs> ramen at I a top once. restaurant. It's a hot food now. It's yeah. very popular. Oh, yeah. And well, you go to a but good... I wouldn't want any ramen out of your bag. Well, I didn't offer any. <laughs> and what, do we have? Do we have? Uh, and, make... Sam, and Sam's pan. What do you go to? I'm not making it. If Sam cooks, you got a pan back there? Uh, uh, he gave it away, remember? I got a cup. You know what we're going to do? What? Take a break. From we'll what? Be, what are we starting? What this are, hasn't started, is it? No, we're in the middle. So we don't know what Take to do, except break. we'll be right back. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? If you're a fan of the English Premier League, you'll want to check out Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. As you can hear by his accent, Adam is from England originally. Chelsea fan, if you must know. And he's also an expert in soccer tactics and methods. He's the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. So obviously, he has some incredible insights into the game. Tune in every week. We're on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. A Tony Lasano podcast, the No Pie Show. And because it's soccer, we never use our hands. Radio Misfits. I'm Dave Stern from Minutia Men. Join me on the Island of Radio Misfits holiday special. Coming this holiday season to opishows.com. And we are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. I am. Oh, I just got back. Did you start again? Yes. That's a little theater for the mind. We're back on Back to You on the Radio okay. Misfits Podcast Network. Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. And back to you, podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago. Check out their new exhibit, Stay Tuned, Rock on TV, now through April 2020. And, you know, every time I come up here, Steve, where we do our studio, first of all, we thank the, the museum for letting us use this beautiful set up yes, in here to do our podcast. But I walk through and look and I see something different every time. And with with the artifacts they have out there, I thought what was fascinating was Justin, the uh, director of innovation, was he? Uh, that was pretty yeah. good for me to remember that. You, do you have that written down? Uh, no, that's good. Did. Smart ass. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, that there is a video that corresponds with it that uh, in most cases. So yeah. You can look at and kind of relate to where you were. But, uh, you know, I think the Girls Just Want to Have Fun video, which uh, just is a, is a music video that stands out in my mind. It's such a fun song. Her yeah. dress is out there. It's funny you would mention the, that because when I was working, when that song, when that video came out, yeah. I was working overnight. And MTV was pretty new. Sort of. Uh-huh. I mean, that was all they did. You know, MTV yeah. does everything now. Right. But play videos. Yeah, right. But every night, in the middle of the night, ZZ Tops, Cindy Lauper, um, uh, Just a Gigolo. Who was that? That was uh, uh, Van Halen. Uh, no, that was. No, Van Halen. That David was David Lee Roth. Yeah. 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 But anyway, Cindy Lauper 
It was that song would come up uh, every single night. And then what else out there strikes you? Uh, how about the Soul Train suit? Yeah, I it's mean that's worn by. Yeah, well, that's not the like. Who's it worn by? Don Cornelius. Now you got me messing up. <laughs> Don, Don Cornelius. I say that you, because you always want to say what? Cornelison. No, it's Don Cornelius. I know it. Uh, you know Cornelius. why I say that? Because yeah. I'm thinking about our friend Jim Cornelius and the anthem singer yes. that sings uh, at the uh, Blackhawks games His in Chicago. His suit's not out so there. That, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, no, but you got to pay it. to get it there. We found out. But there's quite the contrast between uh, Don's suit and Lady Gaga's suit. Yes. that uh, <laughs> One looks like something you would actually wear. The other one looks like something you'd hang up and wouldn't attempt to put on. Well, it looks when, like when the people hanger. people see that, it's amazing that, that anybody actually wore that. Yeah, it's Gaga really cool. But there are a lot of cool things there, yeah. including a lot of uh, things from Chicago television history. Well, and, and beyond that, I mean, Dick Clark and those contracts yeah. between his American bandstand artists. I always thought they would just show up and, you know, and, and do the show, but there were... That was big business. Band, bandstand was huge business, and and I remember going to a reunion bandstand show. Really? Yeah, I was huh. on it. That was, bandstand was a little ahead of my time. I would sit as a kid and watch it, and it was done in the same town where I lived in Philadelphia. For sure, done down at Forty Sixth and Market. Did you ever meet him? Yes. Did you? And uh, out on the street? Uh, <laughs> out on the street, I accosted him, hey, it's and Dick he Clark. ran. He ran blocks away from me. No. <laughs> he was one of those uh, individuals, broadcasters, that was so smooth. And there were stories yeah. about how good he was. He worked at the local ABC station there for a while, I think, before he was um, syndicated nationally. I don't, I don't remember what he did, but he was an announcer. I think, you remember uh -huh. when stations had announcers? Sure. And I think he had some local shows as well. One thing they used to say was that if he did not have the copy for a, uh, an ad that he had to read on TV, you know, a local sponsor, right. if yeah. he didn't have any copy on, the producer could get in his ear and tell him word for word what the copy was, and he would hear it and just say it as if it was off the cuff. That's, incre that's an incredible is, talent. That's great skill. I and always thought to be able to do that. You know, that goes back to the, uh, why don't you read the About the Chicago Things first? Uh, that's down at the bottom of that. I'm okay. directing now. I know you are. How am I Scorsese? This acting thing has gotten to I can't de-age you, but I can, I can <laughs> I tell you, you would, to read it. it. And you know what else is annoying? Is looking across and seeing you in an ascot. <laughs> why don't you take that off, too? It's <laughs> bugging me. Uh, you mean the return of the Chicago TV gallery with Bozo and Garfield Goose? And That's Svedguli. what I was thinking of, yeah. Svedguli. I still have the uh, chicken from Svedguli. It's it's aged, but he gave me a uh, chicken, I don't know, 20 years ago, maybe longer than that. But anyway, all these things you will see at the museum, please come and check it out um, and, or visit museum.tv. It is, -E cool. it is cool. V-E-E. It's written out so you know what it is. Yes. So you read it properly. You did a good job. You know, when I think about Dick Clark and uh, my my hazy memories of bandstand, when I was a kid, it was that was that microphone because he had a long, it was a long stick mic yes. because he would interview groups. You know, he'd have a band and he'd 
reach over and have to reach a long ways. And, and Justin, uh, who brings the uh, exhibits here, talked about how they just painted it with house paint. It was painted white. I love that story. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff is out there, so it's cool. Yep, it'll bring back memories, or, or it'll be fun even if you don't know anything about those days. Yeah. Just to check that out. Hey, I, I just read something in the Tribune. I don't know if you guys saw it about Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live that he played in November at the Vic in Chicago, and you have to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, yeah. Is it agreement, right? Yeah. yeah. An, an in yeah. NDA that you will not, after the show, tweet, use any social media just like you wouldn't. I love it already. Uh, or you're yeah. subject to a million-dollar fine. What is he afraid of? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that that's completely unusual. Doesn't what Dave Chappelle... part of his act? I think is Chappelle collects uh, your telephones. Yeah. And they put them in. Uh, some comedians will put them in a box. I think that if they are Pete Davidson, what he's doing is you can't take his you can't take his jokes, his material, his content, and retweet it or put it on Instagram or his Facebook or anything. And, and you know that's 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 wise because you know there are so many uh, I guess in that world in the of comedy that uh, people steal material. Or, you know, or maybe maybe they, you know, don't realize, you know, they, they think they dreamt it or something like that and it ends up being somebody nah, else's bit. I get that. But the first thing you want to do, if you go see an entertainer and it was fun and he's saying things that really made you laugh and it was just hilarious, when the show's over, the first thing you're going to do is go tell folks what he said. Yes. And you're risking a million dollar fine when you go well, see I, him. I guess you're not... But yeah, I, I see the difference, but I don't really so see a big he doesn't difference. want the content out there. I, I but don't put the content out there anyway. I don't if think I'm, that they would come after you if you said uh, saw Pete Davidson. He had a great show. I think you'd be okay. Yeah, but nobody does that. Uh, well, yeah, nobody, they do. They usually I take. Think a, if they you might, like a show, you're going to go tell everybody you know whatever it is you remembered from the show. Yeah, yeah. As soon just as you can. Don't do it on social media. Yes. Yeah. But like I said, a lot of comics I have read and, and at television shows, especially at tapings of TV shows, they will take your phones because they don't want you. They don't want them ringing. And just like you don't well, want in I the movie theater. Well, I, I didn't want to get this serious about it or bring it up now. Uh, but it's timely that, you know, as we start a new year. Are we that, back to the colonoscopy? No, yeah. we're back. We're back to a document you've got to sign because you're I don't want you going out after this is over and talking about what I said here until this actually airs. <laughs> until this actually hits the air and people can listen to it. I don't want you talking about what I said. Oh, I'll be all over it. Well, I'll jump right on there. You're, on you. That's your New Year's resolution is to get you on social media. I don't know. Pete uh. Davidson made me rethink that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's uh, a here. I've got there. another. I got another thing in my bag of tricks here. Uh, check that out. Man, he's look at got, that. He look is at a the, real look star. At the, look at the back. That's a great picture, though. That is a. He's got a photo. Everybody that we've when, got a. When Howard gets his uh, Instagram account going, uh, this one negates the other face that he had in the group shot. It's so good. 
I don't know which face I like better, this one or the one in that group shot. What Steve has is what is called my comp wow, sheet that the photographer this. put together that you take. Man. That they send, that they can look at when they're <laughs> Have casting. Have you seen this, Tony? Have you seen this? When they're casting for a Sam's particular role. Yeah. Wow. So this bl this makes you this makes you oh, wow. uh, uh, this makes the person aware of all the facets of Howard. Yes, because I see you here in a as uh, a doctor. I yes. like I like the doctor. Howard. I do too. He looks like my colonoscopy doctor. <laughs> well, yeah. I hate was to tell you? you this. No, it's scary. <laughs> it was me. Oh my goodness! I was in there was with that you. Him? <laughs> I was I was in there with him. He said, "Hey, do you want to come in here?" And and I recorded it. Yeah, do a case study. We're gonna post <laughs> a it. case study. We're gonna post it. Yeah, it's just in case he survives, <laughs> you won't get sued. <laughs> it's gonna be the first back to you Instagram post. This is fantastic. Now, who gets this? Uh, the casting directors. No, but so they send this out ahead of time. No, when you go to an audition, you'll take no. that. I also have headshots, which is a different picture. So you take two of those, and you take copy of two copies of your resume, yeah, and you give it to that. them before you do your audition. And they look at this thing, and they think, wow, he, look, he looks good. And then I start talking and can't memorize my lines, and they say, <laughs> okay, no callback. You're you know, knee-deep in this. I like this. I am you knee are deep really in it. committed to it. I am knee-deep in it. And the interesting thing that I've learned from um, I'm going to California again in January to work with a coach. And the thing that I have learned that fascinates me is that um, she gives you direction of what, well, you know, when you're in a room, the waiting room, and you're waiting to go in and do the audition in yeah. front of the casting director, yeah. she tells you things like, don't look at the other people in the room because you might think, wow, look at, look at him. He's going to get it hands down. You don't want to be intimidated. Don't talk to him. And if you don't know your lines and you don't know who you are as that character at that point, right. while you're ready to go in, right. you've already lost. Yes. So those are tips from the beginning to the end. That's yeah. like when you're in the jailhouse and you're in the holding room. No, I wouldn't know anything about that. I haven't either, but I've heard the, do you make conversation with the other guys that are in there? I I, I knew a guy that had to be, who had was locked up overnight once, uh -huh. and uh, and I I and he said there were about five guys in there uh -huh. in a great big room. Yeah, and I said to him, I said, "Well, what did you talk about? <laughs> what did you talk about?" <laughs> and and uh, he just said, uh, "You pick a corner." You look down and you keep your head down <laughs> until somebody comes to get you. <laughs> you mean uh, somebody, one of the other prisoners comes to well, get you? You're or, hoping, you're hoping or that that's the one who's coming to get or you. Or the uh, bail bondsman or whatever uh, yes. it is. You uh, you just stick to yourself. Sort of the way I am when I come in here before <laughs> this starts. <laughs> I just come in with my head down and ready for to get mic'd up and do it. And then somebody comes and gets you and tells <laughs> and you the show's over, and, and we me. figure out how to end it. Yes. So I could picture you in the jailhouse, in the holding what? cell, where you... What is he talking about? Where what? you would start a conversation. Well, I hey, would probably have the Richard you, Pryor approach. Hi, how are you? When Richard Pryor had to What'd go you to do? jail, he said he used some of his best material because he wanted to keep everybody... everybody <laughs> In an upbeat mood and, and uh, applauding and laughing. You don't want to go in there uh, 
otherwise. No, but you would find a way. Would you I, keep your head down? Of course, you've I, got advice no, why already. Why would I even be fantasizing your, about any of that? From your jailhouse mean, friend. Would I keep my head down? Of course, I wouldn't be uh, talking about what I was going to Instagram next. <laughs> I don't know what made, made me think. I don't, I don't know what some... makes me think of a lot of things. I mean, I, there's a lot of things going crazy in my head. But yeah. um, what it makes you a good actor. That's why all you use, right. all, this, use well, all this stuff. Hey, I've got a great agent that you're yeah. going to have. We've had her on the show before, Deb Pappas, yeah. and she sent me out on a lot of things. And, and you really think I should do this too, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. If you, if you have <clears> the bug and you want to... I don't want to do it. I don't have any illusions of, um, you know, having my name bef- above the title and doing sure. a movie. I just but want to be happen. in something never, yeah. that tells a great story. Yes. You know, that's what we did in television. We told stories. And to, to be part of that and play a part and, you know, have somebody say, hey, that was pretty good, I, I just think is cool. And, and the whole process of learning, there's so much to learn. Uh, she's talked about how it's the same thing as doing an interview is when you're acting, when you're doing a part, is that you have to be in a conversation with that person and listen to what they say because that will bring your line to you, what your response is. Yeah. So you don't just go through the script that you're doing the audition with and memorize your lines because then you're not going to know. You're not. First of all, you're not going to be your character. You're just going to be spitting your lines out, and you're not going to know when to respond to the person that's talking with you this could spin off into a whole other podcast of, it could of acting i mean you are really that committed to this i am well you're going to be also well i hope you do acting with steve and a sidekick acting with steve and a <laughs> yes, sidekick not like the you like know what sounded i that. think we're going to wrap this thing up what yep. this thing hasn't even started now how do we wrap I'm, it up well how would we you, to you how would you well, describe hopefully within this the next one. hour how would I describe the this? The first thing I'd like to say, though, I'd like to plug our podcast. Yeah. Listen, subscribe, rate back to you on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and there's a new one. Is this old? Yeah, so are all uh, those out the door? <laughs> it's iHeart. How not to listen to it? It's iHeart. You can find it yeah, at RadioMisfits.com. A... I know that. Um, no, we don't not, list him anymore, he tells me. Oh, it's the bottom. We just added another hour for editing. All right. You know what? <laughs> we're, 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 we're finished, I think. Uh, special thanks to our engineer, Sam Greenberg. As always. As always, does a terrific job, very patient with us. And he, uh, I like it when he contributes to the show. He yeah. adds a lot to it. He's a, he's a sharp young man. Yes. Oh. Uh, he acts like he's amused when he's not he's a he's a good actor actually yeah. our executive producer <laughs> actually, who does a lot of work for lessons yeah okay um our ep or executive producer is tony lasano of opishows.com love it yes and it's distributed by ed silha of radio misfits great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radio misfits.com that will love, bring this I love episode looking, looking over and seeing tony the sense and of he, relief. No, he 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 gives a sense of security when I look over here at him. It does he? Yeah. Otherwise, who knows where this plane would land? 
<laughs> he makes the runway go, okay, right here, folks. Here's where you got to land it. I already yeah. read the end. That we just can't quit. Oh, is this quit. over? I'm sorry. We can't, yeah, I extended beyond the end. We can't quit. <laughs> I didn't even... You Sam, said such a subtle, yeah, soft goodbye. It's been over for like five minutes. I, I didn't even notice you car. said goodbye. Sam is in his car. People yeah. aren't going to know that you ended it. It was so subtle. What did you say? Said, I read... I end. thanked everybody. Was I, I not said, listening to you at all? Obviously you weren't. You never knew. <laughs> it just sounded like a trumpet. <laughs> like those cartoons. <laughs> I didn't sound that, like it. Right there was the end. <laughs> There's nothing after that. That'll do it. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Have you seen this guy with the enormous head? Maximum efficiency toilets. Rick's brush with Bob Newhart. And we interview a sports writer, podcaster, blogger, columnist, Paul Banks. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast and Opie Production on the radio misfits podcast network radio misfits.com direct from the rock and roll hall of fame stay tuned rock on tv now at the museum of broadcast communications from bandstand to gaga let's rock on tv for info and tickets visit museum.tv lasano and friends i thought we got over our fight from last week we had a little <laughs> tiff that was yes. going on are you still angry with me i hope not because we're supposed to do something tonight Oh, we are supposed yeah, to do something yeah, tonight. Yeah. Oh, we are, oh, we, oh, we have you we are, No, we're going to. We are going to. What right. pray tell are you I'm guys going yours, to do Tony, tonight? I'm all yours, Tony. I'm all yours. Okay. Wow. Well, all, right. all right. That's on the record. You <laughs> know. get that in writing. <laughs> yeah. Do you want? Do you want to tell them what? I, how I asked you? Do you remember what I said? <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "It's not going to include Star Wars or sex, but hopefully, it'll still be just as fun." It was probably the best text yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've ever received. <laughs> Ooh, right? <laughs> Be sure to tell a friend about our friends. Listen, subscribe, rate Lasano and friends on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Rick Kemper from Free Kicks. Join me on the island of Radio Misfits Holiday Special, coming this holiday season to opishows.com. Is this over? Yes.